Well, yeah, I'm Alana. Um, Hey. Um, cool. um, yeah, so for the last for the last eight weeks we've been in a bit of a time looking at the idea of freely receive, freely give. And this came out of 48 hours of prayer before Blueprint turned 15 at this um, during April. And yeah, so we've been looking, we've been spending four weeks on freely receive and then Four weeks on freely give and so we find ourselves here at the last week of, of freely give and um, the passage that we're looking at tonight is in um, John 15 and it's kind of the last uh, section before yeah the last bit of time that Jesus is spending with his disciples before he um, heads to the cross and really he's laying out all there is um, to know for his disciples of what it looks like to follow Jesus once Jesus is no longer physically with them. And so that's a bit of the context of where we find ourselves. Um, yeah, so I'll read read out um, from John 15, 9 to 17, and then we'll get into it. <clears throat> so Jesus says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. <clears throat> so where I want to start tonight is the first line, which says, as the Father loves the Son, so the Son loves us. So, yeah, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about, well, how, how does the Father love the Son? What kind of love, how do we know what kind of love the Father shows the Son? Because that actually determines the type of love that the Son shows us. And so where I want us to go is um, the story of the prodigal son, or also in other translations it's called the loving father. And for those of you, yeah, so the prodigal son may be familiar to some, but we'll do a bit of a recap for everyone. And the prodigal son is a story of a father. He has two sons, and one of the sons um, comes up to him one day and says, I think it's time, like, don't you think it's time that you give me um, my share of the inheritance? And so the father divides what's his, um, gives him the, the inheritance, and off the son goes. And as we read into the story, basically, the son that leaves his father's house abuses the inheritance that he's been given and just basically spends it all away. Um, and then he finds himself after a while, um, eating with pigs. And humiliated, he thinks, the servants of my father's house have it better than this. And so what if I go back to my father's house and 
at least just ask him to have me back as a servant. That I'll go back and ask him to have me back as a servant. And so he goes back, and as we, Jesus is telling this story, this parable, and in the telling of the story, as the son begins to come back, as soon as the father sees the son, it says he is filled with compassion, and he runs towards the son, and in um, one of the translations, the son begins to talk and say, um, yeah, I'll, I'll come back, I'll be your servant, will you take me? And, and the father cuts in and says, no, like, son, you are home, you're home, and embraces him, takes him in, and kisses him, and then they go on um, to throw a big party, and a few other things happen. But anyway, we're focusing, <laughs> focusing on that part. And, um, okay. Yes, and so when we look at the story of the prodigal son, when we reflect on the love that the father shows towards the son, who the father gave his life for, um, the, the Greek word for inheritance is life. The father literally gave his life. And um, when we reflect on this type of love, um, it's, it's a type of love that's costly, that, that gave up of himself, literally gave up of himself to his son. A love that was not controlling, that let him go. A love that was ever longing, ever um, yearning for and ready to welcome the son back home. And um, yeah, a love that was forgiving. A love that was, yeah, really bold and crazy. Seems pretty absurd. And so I guess for the rest of this corridor, I just want like this to be the foundation that the, all of this is framed and as the fathers love the son, so the son loves us. And so if we reflect on this type of love that we see the father showing the son in the story of the prodigal son, that's the same type of love that the son shows to us. Another way of framing um, this type of love would be the idea that it's a type of love that creates a space and allows and invites us to come out of hiding, to face um, who we are as sons and daughters of God. It's a space free of fear, a space free of shame, that this, that is the type of love that um, that is the type of space that this love creates. And that is the type of, that is the space that we are called into. That just as when the son came home, he yeah, was acknowledged as the son, that so too are we. We are, we are acknowledged as sons and daughters of God. And so we are called to come into this spacious place where, um, this spacious place free of shame, free of fear, where we are fully known and we are fully loved. And in this space where we are fully known and fully loved, where we receive God's deep love for us, we receive God's deep delight in us, it's also a space where 
God, I think, begins to reveal more of God's heart that God not only sees us um, in this way, God not only sees us as individuals um, with such delight and love, but also that God sees all of creation, all of humanity with such love and such delight. And so coming into this um, space of free of fear, free of shame, actually gives us um, this love of abandonment towards us, um, gives us the boldness and the humility to face the truths um, of, or the stories and the truths of hurt towards ourselves and towards others that we are connected to. It's the space where we both receive love and are given courage to face where um, ways that we've lived or ways that we're connected to um, don't align with the type of love that we see the Father giving the Son and that the Son gives us. And so it's a, it's a space that um, takes courage to step into. Um, yeah, and it's a good, yeah, it's a, a good space to be. And we read here, um, Jesus talks, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That um, it's a courageous space um, and it's a space where there's the fullness of joy, there's the fullness of life in that space. Not just for us, but we head into also for others. And so this, this next part is where Jesus, that I want to focus on is, I guess that's kind of the receive part of part of things that we've been talking about. And then this next part is the, the free to give. And Jesus says, now remain in my love. When you obey, you, you remain in my love when you obey my commands. And my command is this, to love one another, to lay down your life. So just as the Father has loved us, love the Son, the Son loves us. And just as we are called to live in this spacious place, this free space, free of fear and free of shame, I like to think of this part, remain in my love, as it's remaining in the ways of my love. It's remaining in the, in the ways, the, the paths of my love. It's, it's not saying, I love you if you obey my commands. It's actually when you obey my commands, which is showing the same love, the same type of love as the Father showed the Son and the Son showed towards us, that you, you remain in, in these legacies of love, the legacies of love that um, Christ has paved out for us and that um, went before us and that we follow. And um, so it's, yeah, I guess can seem a bit con um, conditional, but I just want us to hold on to the type of love that we see the Father showing the Son and the prodigal son. That's the foundation. That is not a question. And actually what's being said here is remain in the ways of my love. Um, learn from me. Follow me. Um, and you do this by obeying my command. And Jesus doesn't really say or like use the word command very often. Um, but this is one time he does in relation to love. And it's love one another. And it's using the same kind of love. Love one another the same way that the Father has loved the Son, the Son loves us, and that is the same way in which we are to love others. Because when we are in that spacious place, God reveals more and more of his delight, not only for us, but for all of creation. And so how can we not um, 
follow the ways of Jesus' love and not only come out of hiding ourselves, but be a part of creating spaces where others can also come out of hiding, where others can also be free of fear and free of shame. This is, yeah, this, I guess Jesus here has given us, like, this is the kind of climax of, like, Jesus' time with his disciples. And he's like, this is the roadmap. Like, I'm laying it down. I'm showing you everything. Like, you are my, you're my friends. I'm showing you how to follow me when I'm not, not with you anymore. And the, like, the how we go about living in this spacious place and creating, being a part of partnering with God and creating these spacious places for others is laying down our life. And it's, um, yeah, it's following the, the ways of love that Jesus has, has shown us and, um, yeah, doing the same. And that is what builds the kingdom of God. And Jesus clearly um, said, I guess clearly kind of showed us what the kingdom of God looks like after he was baptised and just at the start of his ministry. Um, in Luke 4, he um, repeats what the prophet Isaiah talked about. And he says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. That's another way of imagining what those free, what those spaces look like, free of fear, free of shame. It's where it's good news for the poor. It's release for the captive. It's the blind being able to see again. It's liberty for those who are oppressed. And like that's actually really good news. Mm-hmm. I think I spent like I spent a lot of um, the end of high school really being like God, like I I think I believe in you. I re- I think you're I think you're pretty cool. But yeah, are you are you actually good news? And when we read those words, like that is good news. That is such such good news. And Jesus lets us in on how we go about partnering with God and actually, um, yeah, building God's kingdom here on earth. God is so clear, um, well, Jesus is so clear in giving us that roadmap. Um, So, yeah, this idea of coming out of hiding, um, yeah, and I guess being seen um, and, yeah, receiving love and delight uh, really resonates with my own story. And, yeah, I guess yeah, over the last year, Time and time again, what I felt like God telling me is, Alana, I delight in you. Time and time again, when I spend time with God, or when other people like kind of have pictures or words for me, it's 
Alana, I delight in you. And often I'm quite offended by it because it just seems crazy. It seems extravagant and over and over again, Alana, I delight in you. Um, but that just seems to be the message over and over is I fully know you. Nothing you find out about yourself or about the world is a surprise to me. And I fully love you. And being able to hold that same truth is the same for all of creation. I fully know this world and I fully love this world. I fully, fully love it. And both of those are true at the same time. And the more and more that um, I've received this love and this delight and being called to, to come out of hiding and to come into a, to spaces that are free of shame and free of fear, it's actually that space um, where talks about perfect love casting out all fear that has actually filled me with the courage to um, look at truths and acknowledge um, stories of pain, stories of injustice, um, stories of colonization, stories of just pain that I am connected to, both through my ancestors and through the body of Christ, the stories that I'm connected to. For me, part of for me, part of acknowledging and um, receiving God's love and also more and more knowing God's love for all of creation has been facing and acknowledging and um, seeing the stories of pain, the stories of injustice, the stories of colonisation that um, towards Tangata that I, as Tangata Tiriti, as Pākehā, am connected to um, through my ancestors and through the body of Christ. And so, I guess the wrestling comes with, as a follower of Jesus, what does it look like for me to lay down my life? What does it look like for us as the body of Christ to lay down our life and follow Jesus, who is good news for the poor, who is release for the captives, and recovery of sight for the blind, liberty for those who are oppressed. What does it mean for me as a follower of Jesus to be a part of not only stepping out of hiding, coming out of hiding and stepping into spacious places free of shame and fear for myself, but also a part of creating and building those spaces um, within, within Aotearoa. This week, um, I've been really wrestling and engaging with the question of what does it look like to lay down my life in relationship with what's happening at Ihimata right now. And aware that there will be, um, yeah, different understandings, different points of views within this room right now. Um, what I've been wrestling with is that Ihumantau is 
an example of the continuation of colonization and confiscation of land here. Ihu Matau is one example of Tangata Whenua standing up for their right to be Māori in this land. Ihu Matau is an opportunity for the body of Christ to follow Jesus in laying down our lives in love. This type of love is a love that lays down privilege. Privilege being um, the ability to turn away because it doesn't really affect your immediate circumstances. A love that chooses courage over comfort. A love that is willing to leave behind reputation. A love that engages, especially when it's uncomfortable or awkward. More and more, um, at the free store, we, we've been, um, Max and I, and Lindley and all of our community have been hosting um, a bunch of different groups at the free store this year. And yeah, more and more hearing their reflections, it's like, oh man, just engaging is just awkward. And I don't think that ever changes. Like, engaging with new people or um, at the free store, um, Come talk to me if you don't know what the free store is happening now. Um, but like, there's yeah, often a line of people and um, kind of chat with people in the line. And yeah, engaging with new people is just awkward and uncomfortable, but that's actually love, is engaging and being willing to engage despite feeling awkward or feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, and I guess I've been yeah, wrestling with, as a body, would we allow, um, would we allow the Father, the, yeah, the love that the Father shows towards the Son, and the Son shows towards us, would we allow that to shape us? Would we come out of hiding? The invitation is to come out of hiding and receive that. Um, and if, like, you've never received that love, or, yeah, just, an invitation to receive just that delight of the just pure delight of God in you, um, and the the invitation to be filled with courage to show that we are dear friends of Christ by um, being open to being like God. What does it look like to be a part of building your kingdom in this land of Aotearoa? What does that look like? So, yeah, the main things that we've kind of covered tonight is that what is the foundation of this is as the Father has loved the Son, so the Son has loved us. That's the foundation. Mm. And when we reflect on the type of love, the costly love, the forgiving love, the always ready to welcome and embrace love. That that's the type of love that the Father shows the Son, the Son shows us. And we are called to receive that. And we are called to be a part of 
creating and building space where others can receive that too. We're all of um, humanity, all of creation. I would include the earth in that as well. All of creation, all of the earth um, can receive that. Yeah, so I'd love to invite up um, the worship team. And yeah, I'll just pray. Um, a picture that I have had this week and um, yeah, a picture that I've had this week and that I was reminded of again this evening as we were praying was um, of like a jar of oil being poured out over the land and um, yeah, this, this sense that like oil is um, anointing, oil is brings moisturisation um, oil can seep down right to um, a crack of things that maybe other things can't can't reach to, and um, also, yeah, oil is associated with anointing, and I think that a sense that I guess God is pouring out oil over this land and wants to pour out um, oil over His body, um, us, and to. Uh, to heal, to um, to moisturize, to reach places that maybe haven't been reached in a very long time, and um, yeah, also to reanoint for this this ministry of um, that actually, just as Christ said, um, this is what I've been anointed. I've been anointed to um, preach good news to the poor, proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind and release for the oppressed, that that's what we're grafted into. Those are the ways of love that we follow and um, just a re-anointing for people to, um, yeah, follow in those ways and to live out um, what, what it looks like um, and seeing the kingdom come. Yeah, so God, I just um, thank you that you are present and in this place that you have been present um, in this land. Um, you've been present since the beginning of all of creation. And yeah, we just acknowledge your presence. And Holy Spirit, welcome you to breathe your life afresh um, into people. Thank you that you invite us into a spacious place. That you call us out of hiding into a space free of fear and free of shame to fully receive your love that says we are fully known and fully loved. And thank you, God, that you fill us also, that your love fills us with courage to Follow your ways of love that are costly and also are the ways of life for us and for others, for all of creation. And so, God, we just invite you to fill us afresh with your courage to follow you and to be a part of building your kingdom. God, we so you for 
yeah, your justice and um, 